going to give you a little spoiler alert. Although this movie was made back in 1998. Um, and it's a pretty famous movie. So um, I think if you were planning on seeing it, you probably have seen it already. But maybe this will inspire you to watch it or, or watch it in from a different perspective. The end of Saving Private Ryan always gets me. It's one of my favorite films. I still don't know how it didn't win Best Picture. It lost to Shakespeare in Love of all, of all pictures, but I digress. I will stop anytime I see this movie on TV, and I will watch it till the end. Till I get to the character played by Matt Damon, who was Private Ryan, now grown. He's an older man. He is back in France. He's at the American Cemetery visiting the people who saved him, who gave him a gift of life. And at that moment, teary-eyed, he turns to his wife, who is there with their extended family, and he pleads with her, tell me I've led a good life. Tell me I've been a good man. It's at that moment he needs to hear that. He is face to face again, a reminder of the sacrifice that was made for him, the gift that was given to him. And he needed to hear it from his wife at that moment that he had earned what he had been given. It's powerful. It resonates with me. As someone with muscular dystrophy who, you know, realized it in the middle of my life and then has, have, have gone through the progression of it and all these things that, I, that I, I want out of my life and all these things I'm trying to accomplish and I need people's help. I need people looking out for me. People are going to help me achieve the things that I want to achieve. And a mantra that I have and I've had throughout my time with the Chris Carino Foundation for FSHD where we raise money to try and find a cure and raise awareness. The mantra that I have is that if you want to attract this support and this help and this love in your life, be the person that you would want to help. Be the kind of person that you would want to be there for. You know, I, I rely on people's help. And there's this debate that goes on in, you know, the disability community, but it could be any community, that, you know, there's an obligation to help people. I think when you're dealing with the broad, faceless, nameless masses. You will legislate some obligation. You will feel some obligation. But it's when you are one-on-one with a person and you know them. That's where it can be an obligation or it could be something that you are called to do. I have a couple of people when I travel with the Nets who, you know, besides Tim Capstraw, my partner, who is my brother and 
would do anything for me, and he's always there to help me out whenever he can. There's a couple of people um, that have been there to help me in a, in a special way. You know, I have to get on an airplane, and I, and I can't climb the stairs anymore. And it, it, it challenged me to a point where I didn't know if I could do it anymore. Would I be able to do the job? And the Nets security man, Hiram Chan, our uh, strength and conditioning coach, Dan LaBird. Prior to him, there was another guy named Lauren Green. They would get me up and down the stairs. There's a chair now that has handles, and I sit on it, and they literally carry me up the stairs. And... I'm so grateful for them for doing this. And every once in a while, I'll, you know, I'll get a little gift card and uh, a, a gift certificate, and I'll give it to them just because I, you know, I want to like buy them dinner. I want to do something to let them know how much I appreciate it. Just something I could do for them. And you know, one time Dan came back to me in the back of the plane after I'd given it to him, and he said, "Chris, you know, thank you so much for this, but." You know you don't have to do that. You know that it's not why I do it. And I said, no, of course not. But here's the thing. They may have felt at some point obligated. But I never wanted them to feel obligated. I wanted them to know that I'm grateful for it. You know, your employer could be obligated to give you help if you're, you have a disability. But if you make them feel like that sometimes, if you always um, feel like you're entitled to it, the, the connection is not going to be as genuine. And that could be controversial in some way, you know, but I, I think that you have to, you know, there's, there's this great term, humble enough to prepare, confident enough to succeed. You, you always want to be confident that your basic needs are going to be taken care of. If sometimes that has to be legislated by the government, legislated by, you know, your your relationship, your spouse, your family, that they have that obligation. That's one thing. So you want to feel comfortable enough that you know people are obligated and they're going to help you. But you don't want to feel entitled. You want to humble yourself to be grateful. Because that will be the more genuine connection. That will attract the love and the support that you need to be happy and get through difficult times and difficult challenges, whether it's a disability, whether it's a bad relationship, whether you've lost a job, your career, whatever it may be. You want that, that general contract that's not out of obligation, but out of gratitude and love and support. You know, when you think back to that movie, Saving Private Ryan, the, the premise is that Ryan lost three brothers. 
in the war, all around the same time. And he's the fourth brother. They're going to be going to that mother in her farmhouse in Iowa and telling her that those three brothers are gone. And they don't want to have to tell her that all of them are gone. It comes down from high up. They say, go out and find this private Ryan who we think could still be alive and make sure that we don't have to tell his mother that they're all gone. So Tom Hanks, as you see in his, ca- his character, you know, he's the best of the best, and they give him the job. And he takes the best of, of his crew with him. And they're not excited about doing it. They're not behind it. But in the Army, you get orders and you do as you're told. It's the way it works. They're now obligated to go out on this mission and find this Private Ryan and make sure that he survives. And they're going to hem about it and they're going to haul about it. But in the end, they got to go do it. They're obligated to. And they don't know him. They know the story. They don't, they don't have a face. They don't have a, a voice. They don't know the essence of this Private Ryan. And when they go out and they encounter all these things trying to find basically this needle in a haystack, they, they come across a few times where they think they may have them and the guy turns out to be a little, you know, nothing, that's, nothing special about him. And you can almost tell they're almost happy. It's like, Let's just find this guy so we can go home. And he may even be somebody that we're not gonna we're not gonna give any any mind to. And that'll be fine. We just can get out of here. But when they really find him, when they actually find the Ryan who they're looking for, he doesn't want to go. It's not that he's not grateful. It's not that he's not appreciative of what they're trying to do. But he feels that he can't abandon his brothers that he's fighting next to. That he's already lost three brothers. And that the guys that he's fighting shoulder to shoulder with in this war, they are now his brothers and he doesn't want to leave them. And the crew that has been sent to find Private Ryan now sees him in a different light. They could easily leave. But they realize that he's like them. That he's somebody that would have fit in with them. You know, he asks when he's told about the sacrifices that have been made to come get him. You could tell there's compassion. He asked the names of the soldiers who died. And they realized that this man, played by Matt Damon, he's worthy of us coming to his aid. That's what makes it so powerful at the end when Matt Damon turns to his wife and says, tell me that 
I've led a good life. Tell me that I'm a good man. He wants to make sure he's earned it. Sometimes people may be obligated to help us. Yes. But you should live your life like you've earned it. And earn it every day after. Be the kind of person that you want to help. And you'll attract that support and that love. There's a great line from a Pearl Jam song. Everybody knows I'm a, I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan. One of my favorite studio recordings is a song called Hail, Hail. And it's about how lucky you are if you found that, that true companion. And that maybe the, 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 the voice in the song hasn't necessarily found it. Because he asked this question. He asks a question that he's almost pleading when he's asking it. And the line is, are we bound out of obligation? Is that all we've got? Whether it be that spouse, that family member, that friend, that coworker, are we bound out of obligation? Is that all we've got or is there more? To me, to achieve the relationships that you want, to get the support and the love that you need to face challenging times and be resilient, you need more than an obligation. Have I led a good life? Have I been a good man? I have received so much kindness and support in my life. I ask those questions of myself every day. Thanks for listening. This is the Relentless Voice Podcast. I'm Chris Carino.